Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. No. Or maybe this is what happens when Jack doesn't drink. Right. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which. Aneurysms. Yeah. We're live, by the way. I hope you guys are okay with that. The whole time? Talking about your your text and all those things you said about that pizza parlor and Hillary Clinton. Yeah. But before we begin, (laughs) let's talk about some of our friends. All links available at packfiller.com. Well, some of you might find that hard to access because we're working on a brand new updated site to be launched very soon. If you run into an error message, please be patient or patient or simply find the show on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora or wherever you happen to find your podcasts or YouTube where you might be watching us right now. Obviously, that's still up and running. So good or sunglasses, people. You know, when I said they were coming up with new models and a steady stream. Holy shit. Do I have a new design to get excited about? Um, I think Jackson and I might be the only people who've seen this one, this design. It's mm-hmm. very cycling shades kind of a look, it right? It is. It's cool. I'm <clears throat> excited to get a, get my hands on a pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There have been glimpses out there at Sea Otter. This is where they debuted the new one. They're very much more cycling looking, I guess we could say. They're putting out those uh, massively available to be soon. Get it, get to gooder.com today to check out the, all they have to offer. Holy shit, I'm doing poorly on my reads today oh we will also be hosting a special giveaway and offer with our new site launch yahoo fitness people wahoo's got it all computers trainers heart rate monitors system training plans they also create plans that can be done outside and also on their new rollers by the way so be sure to check out all wahoo has to offer to keep you rolling ambassador cycling folks get fit your body will thank you you do know that you don't have to feel like total crap every time you ride, right? Many issues you think are just due to fitness might be actually because you have a poor bike fit. AmbassadorCycling.com. Today is where Sam will set you straight. Finally, fellow products. You do know that coffee is the best thing since beer, right? I ask a lot of questions in my in my reads. But, well, fellow lets you prepare your coffee the way it and you deserve. Beautiful products that you don't have to hide. And I truly just ordered paid full full price so don't think this is some kind of a you know gravy train with biscuit wheels i just ordered a pour over brewing system that's going to be gorgeous black glass craft and all that kind of stuff that i can't wait to see uh no more messy french press cleanup use it the link at packfiller.com so there's that let's do this the church of pave has opened is sd works not on the women's site again they are we don't they're on the far right 
Oh god, I'm just like fucking going around in circles. I should wear my glasses. And not talk when the show is progressing. Right now? <laughs> we are all here Holy Week. No, literally, it's the Catholic as well as the Cyclist Holy Week. The week before Roubaix. Oh, and Easter if you're if you're into that sort of thing. I am Pat Bulger. This is the Pack Filler Podcast. I am both a Catholic and a cyclist. That makes it a guarantee for ham and Roubaix on Sunday. Which is fish on Friday? Yeah. 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 But you can you know, I'm Mediterranean diet. You know, you can you can eat some interesting fish. Yep. Welcome to the Pack Filler Podcast. We are live on YouTube. With me is the full panel. Gentlemen, please respond to your intro with something your significant other that either drives you insane or is kind of cute. Jack's eyes got the size of dinner plates when he said when I said drive you insane. You could get you could bail out and say kind of cute. Something that's kind of cute. Adorable. Right? Everybody ready? I see I see two and a half guys <laughs> terrified for their marriage. <laughs> These I don't I don't make the questions up. They just come to me. They they're they're sent to me and we have to do what the listener wants. All right, all right. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Yep. All sure. right. I I am here's my in, my introduction. I'm contemplating the return of the stash for a very important reason. Um, I brewed 15 gallons of beverages on Sunday that are all behind you guys as we speak. And I'm officially working on my core. I'm Pat Bulger, and um, I something that drives my wife me crazy about my wife is her side of the bathroom is a disaster. Number one, her side of the bathroom is a disaster. Number two, I'm going to say this, that she told me it was okay to say this. She farmer blows in the shower. Is that okay? Yes, is that it's not rockets. Yeah. Farmer in the blows. shower. Dude. Jackson's face mm-hmm. looked a little like ew. That was, was my mother. Was my wife s- does too. Never crossed my mind. Do you pee Pook? in the shower? I don't pee in the shower. Who, who pees in the shower? I do. What's wrong with you? Oh, you, pee you your don't. Pants I pee on a ride. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, do you, you pee don't? in the shower? You don't Jackson? pee in the shower. I don't pee in the shower. See, I feel he, like you're lying. He, he I don't pee. I definitely yeah. do. You yeah. pee in the shower. Yeah. All these years, you've been peeing in my fucking shower. Oh no, it's sterile. Yeah, yeah. It's all pipes, you know. It's just pipes. <laughs> He's gonna, oh, <laughs> what are you gonna drink through the shower water? No. He's gonna keep the pipes clean. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, do you snot rocket in the shower? Oh yeah. No. no. Yeah. No. No. Do you, I no. inhale no. sometimes when I'm working really dusty conditions. I will snort water in the shower. You ever do that's, that? Yeah. And that's then what do you do with the water? And then do you you blow it out. out. Yeah, yeah I it doesn't so you, go all the way into my mouth. So you do snot rocket in the shower. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like a naughty pie. So is the wife. It's like a naughty pint. No, so does your wife? Pint, yeah, yeah. She she looked at me like I was on crack last night when I was horrified by the fact knowing that she yeah, sounded like it's in you the are shower. on crack. Really? <laughs> Why aren't I enjoying it more? I know. God. Okay. Well, see, I I broke the. I, yeah. Wow, we went through the whole fucking theme already, yeah. and I just I revealed mine. That so, bugs you. It does bother me. Wow. It, it it bothers me. And now you know your son. Who, who pees cleans in the shower? Since being in the shower. Um. Technically, I do because it's because I'm peeing in it. <laughs> yeah, you sterilize it. Yeah, That's awesome. Next, he's back. He's Next. full of phlegm and he ain't contagious. Mr. Paul Maine, how are you, man? God All right. damn, I'm we... coming over. I'm getting over it. Yeah, it's it's, it's not COVID. Not it's COVID. Just just shit. Yeah. What? what? God, mm-hmm. it sounds like shit. You didn't yeah, even terrible. take a day off of work, did you? No, I had my RDO, but mm. it hit me really hard. Like Tuesday, you know, I thought I could. I knew I had to sleep, so. That was last Tuesday when I missed the show. Yeah. And I, 
I punched through the rest of the week, and then Saturday was I was in in and out of bed the whole time, wow. and Sunday too. Hmm. So yeah, I went to work Monday, sore throats, you know, congested lungs, lung butter. How was your ride week? No, see, kidding. there you go. I don't have the answer to that one. <laughs> What's Great timing sad. too. You're not going to get out of it. What about your wife? Is either adorable or annoying? Mm. I got one of each. Oh, so um, the the I'll I'll do with the annoying because I do. We don't have a dishwasher. Okay, and because I'm still waiting to do a big remodel in the kitchen, and it's just not the time. So anyway, <laughs> I do the dishes because I was in food service, and I have a certain way of making sure it's clean. My wife doesn't do an extremely good job, but I have a way to sort things out. And, and it's on the right-hand side, and tall stuff go in the back. You don't put tall stuff, so when you reach to grab something to clean, you're knocking glasses over. And, and I've gone 27 years, and I like the silverware in the sink so that's constantly being rinsed. And so that you're still fucked to this when day. you get a dishwasher. You're fucked when you get a dishwasher. Well, I'll just rinse because it. People and put load it in the there. dishwasher differently. Though. And I will load. Uh, I will load the dishwasher too. Oh, you probably so, yeah. Pre yeah. pre clean. She's. A, I'm already in, in in the whole dishwasher thing. So yeah. you know. But the thing that I wow. like about her mm-hmm. is that when we shop together, no matter what, she won't pick it up because she doesn't like getting stat- statically shocked. So she takes her index finger and spins it around and points like, pick it up, pick it up. It's kind of a game. I always right used here. to get that shock, too. Yeah. There were specific grocery stores where I would get it so but, bad. Jackson learned the F word from me pushing him in a cart and, and getting shocked. Yeah. Meanwhile, his hair standing up with static. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's terrible. Oh, uh, introductions. He's uh, he's here. He's dry, and his hands are likely dirty. Are they? How are your hands, Jack? They're bleeding, 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 bleeding. Um, how are you, man? I'm good. So what? What? Mm. Fess up. What is it about your significant other? Uh, there's nothing really that like absolutely annoys me by her. Um. I'm no really I'm I'm uh I would say that um she gets frazzled easy and I oh, don't okay. get frazzled ever and so so we are very different in that sense but the one probably the the best attribute or or her recovery is really excellent so okay. so she may be broken down in tears she's proven there's tears in construction I never thought there was tears in construction but there are there are tears in construction I keep telling her there's no tears in construction yeah. um, but you can hug it out like I mean literally change it 180 degrees in seconds just so, that so that's, long slow hug a long yeah. slow hug yeah. like you know mm-hmm. reset yeah uh, the other thing that's pretty cute is she adapts to my like things I've done my whole life. Does anybody here honk in the Washington Tunnel? Every time you go through the Washington Tunnel? No. No. I don't really go through it that much. No. Fucking A. Fuck. It's kind of childish, Jack. Yeah. Well, Jesus now she, Christ. Now she <laughs> honks. That's kind of funny, though. Now she honks uh, when she gotcha. goes through it. But uh, so did we lose that tradition somewhere? Because we did it our whole lives. Never had that tradition. Weird. Mm. Yeah. You drove Division. What are you judging me? By uh, which street I go yeah. north or south on? Yeah. Well, I didn't drive. I don't drive division. Fair. You yeah, drive I the might tunnel. Drive division. Do you I go the tunnel? The fuck, I go. The the anyway. <laughs> he's bearded. He's approaching a birthday, and his style trumps all of us. Mr. Jackson Bolter, how are you, man? Uh that was that was a generous introduction. I'm doing well. Well, um, you are you are bearded. You are approaching a birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're good looking, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, thank you. Um, I <clears throat> uh, be careful. You're still in the non-legal bound moment. Yeah, yeah we really got to be careful. You're still in the honeymoon. One. Yeah, pre yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Seven years is the honeymoon. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, but I think the cute thing that I thought of was cute. God damn, I'm the only one who did an asshole thing. Well, Paul, you kind of did. Too. I did one of each just to balance it out. But go <laughs> ahead, Jackson. It's yeah. about you now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. Uh, she drinks a lot of things um, like coffee oh, okay. with both hands. Like really? Yeah. I was gonna say that's very Trump. Warms your hands up. Trump. Yeah. Trump did that. Yeah. Trump but like, it's it's yeah, it's hands. not him. I know. You know it's it's <laughs> he did, he ha- he yeah. The grip was not there. But like, yeah. she like kind of like savors <laughs> it oh. when she drinks. Oh, like, like that. Oh fuck, this is good. Kind yeah. Of, like everything's yeah. a warm. Like cocoa. a cup of hot chocolate. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's something that came that's to mind. That's cute. I guess yeah. that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing annoying. I mean, that's that's my that's that's, that's, that's something to keep here. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't tell See, anybody. He's smarter about that. than we are. Yeah. I <laughs> know. <laughs> Actually, my wife and I spoke about the snot rockets last night, and yeah. I was like, "I bring this up on the show," and she said, it. "Bring it up on the show. Yeah. Fine, bring it yeah. up, motherfucker." <laughs> and I said, "Okay, I will." And now uh, she's so gonna leave one for you right in the after she shuts the shower off, just like. Put it right on the handles. <laughs> oh, I was thinking I stand in the showers. Whoa! Yeah, fall. Break my hip. Uh, d- uh, anybody got anything exciting to talk about their riding life? I know 50% probably don't. Jack, have you been doing been anything? Just inside still. Same yeah. same as last week. I, it was a short week since Thursday. It was. Show. Yeah, yeah we did so I've only gotten so. three rides. Nothing on the weekends. I just am. That's not bad. On the weekends. Three rides isn't sitting bad. Sitting on my trainer. And, and working your ass off, but but I'm losing weight. Days. Not it's not boots. drinking. It's not drinking. Either. It's yeah. those. I'm down to one. Last time I weighed myself was like one seventy two five. So, so I started at one seventy eight. In fact, oh, Rachel, you catching me? She said it was written down that I was one eighty, but that was a I don't know January, I guess. You know how much I'd kill to be one eighty. Honestly, if you brought a yeah. goat in here, I would kill it <laughs> to be one eighty. <laughs> It's kind of wow, satanic, really. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> it just popped into my head and I ran with it. I'm yeah. joking. Yeah, <laughs> come here, you little fucker. Yeah, <laughs> grab him by the horns and yeah. never mind. So, <laughs> oh, Paul, you haven't ridden because you've been sick as a dog, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jackson, how's your riding been? Uh, good since Thursday. Um, we I just did the one we did on the weekend. Um, sure. Which uh, we had two of the teammates, both the Waples with us, yeah. um, which was which was fun. Um, I almost want to call them the Waples twins because they basically speak for each other. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, but it was it was a good ride. It wasn't long, uh, which I was happy about. We'd been doing a lot of long yeah. miles lately. Um, it did hail slash snow on us twice. Yeah, which sucked sideways. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so that was harsh. Beautiful. But uh, we did it. And that's yeah. what matters. Yeah, that felt really good. Um, I, 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 the total of spring break week, teacher bonus. Um, I got five week, five rides in. I started speed work. I uh, did a little bit of that, um, and I, I started this leg and core challenges. Um, I was watching, you know, and it inspired me. Uh, and I'm going to talk about the competition, and, which isn't a competition; it's bullshit. <laughs> GCN. I was watching a GCN video where one of the guys did a, a thousand leg squats in 30 days, 
and he was doing it with a with a twenty pound kettlebell, and I'm like, ah, I can, you know, I I have the weights, but I want to be able to do it throughout the day and stuff like that. So I found one off of um, darebee.com. I've talked about this on the show before, and I've talked about this on on Galloway's show. Um, uh, Ten thousand lunges, I mean squats in thirty days. Ten thousand in thirty wow. days, and I started it um, Sunday. And so, like, today I had to do 260, but I spaced it throughout the day. Hmm. So it's not so bad. Hmm. And I also did this 30-day core jump start. So I've got to do uh, a plank. i got to do push-ups, and I've got to do, you know, when you're in a plank and you raise your arms out in front of you, kind of bullshit. On the opposite leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Aqu- it, Aquaman? Is that I what don't know. Know. Aquaman with both hands, and you oh, can't defy would, gravity. Jack. Yeah, and your legs can yeah. yeah, and you go like, my ability yeah. to talk to fish has no effect on him. And Batman rolls his eyes. Um, <laughs> no, uh, and so it's, you know, I realized how horrible my upper body is when I'm, like, these first couple days are like, do six push-ups. And those six, I my shoulders hurt just doing them. Like, not, like, muscular hurt, but it's like, you know, I'm like, holy shit. This is why my neck and my back hurt when I finish really long rides. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing it. There we go. Um, do you guys have any, sp- have, have, you know, for for your training plans and stuff like that, what do you do this time of year to get race ready? Is Are there any kind of sprint or interval workouts? I know, Paul, you have a brutal speed work thing that you do. You do a motor pacing workout yeah, yeah. that is just evil. But my motor pacers going to England. Oh. So, yeah. yeah, some neighbor kid. Yeah, get some neighbor kid. Come here. Hey, hop on my wife's scooter. <laughs> Come back. We're going. <laughs> He's like, later, old man. Yeah. <laughs> Flip me off too. What is? <laughs> what is the? What is it though? The kid. Are you willing to share? Yeah, the yeah. I, it's just you know get you, you know when you motor pace. Um, I try and do it for about at least an hour, hour and a half, depending on you know the terrain. It's hard yeah. to get like good flat sections, so. Um, but we used to go uh, in the past. We just down by the by the Spokane River, yeah. Um, and then we'd go to the Seven Mile Bridge and back, and just like mm-hmm. two times. Oh, and so shit. You know, we'd do like it, as soon as it warmed up, about halfway down, I would I would jump and she'd maintain speed like twenty seven to twenty eight miles an hour. And it doesn't take long because it's kind of still It is rolling. Flat. It's very and then rolling. trying to get on. Yeah. It's it's the getting on and recovery yeah. that's yeah. oh kills you. And then yep. that's what Ooh. you gotta have. And so I would do that, uh do like a, a two minute, you know, break behind at then she gooses up to thirty and then So she knows oh. the routine. Yeah, I, I do <laughs> thumbs up and then, mm-hmm. you know wow. the right sometimes it's probably around thirty but where I can manage behind her and feel yeah. like a decent draft and then jump hmm. and then trying the hardest part again is you, yeah, you hit anaerobic pegged and then you're like, Oh, I got to get on. Yeah. And it, it does wonders. I mean, so in the wonders, very yeah. near future, yeah. she's going to be going, Hey, uh, load these dishes, bitch. And yeah. She's going to be hitting the <laughs> throttle. And the next thing you know, you're going to be just suffering, yeah. suffering for help, almighty yeah. hell. Um, I do that same loop, but I sprint on every hill. Jackson knows that workout mm-hmm. where I just I, every every hill I just go full gas and then sprint about fifty yards over the top just to try and get that any kind of speed work I can. That usually ends up t- being anywhere between five and seven sprints and 
I remember Eddie B back in the day telling me, you know, loose seven to nine sprints per workout, kind of a thing like mm. that. Junior, stop crying. Stop crying. Stop crying. Uh, any of you guys you got any uh, secrets up your sleeve or, or Jack's just God, like the, the whatever Swift thing. tells me to do <clears throat> yeah you don't that, have Swift never mind sorry no that motor pacing workout though is I mean more defined than the last time I had it. I had a scooter you know last time I seriously bike raced and had a buddy a good friend of mine that would take me out and it is it's it's really it's race pace and it's race hard. pace it's um, you know it's the it's that getting back on thing is mm-hmm. is invaluable. Yeah, remember, have you guys ever ridden a moto with a roller on the back? No, no. On See, we track. had that. Um, we had that at the training center back yeah. in the day, where Andre Mojaleski. I think or, that's right. But yeah, he would always drive it, and we would just you could you're on the road, and you could just mm-hmm. bump yeah. up against the thing and had yeah. a roller, so your front wheel. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and it was God. You just you felt. You could almost do it with your eyes closed because you're never worried about, you know, riding off the, you know. Ah! Oh, I have kind of a funny story. A guy that when it, when we had the team, um, <clears throat> Great Harvest, I think it was about 92. Um, this guy called Hater. Um, he brought his, he got somebody Hater? to drive it. Hater. H-A-T-E? Hater. Oh, okay. Because he, he yeah. hated everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's, right. We rode with a guy who, who screamed at, uh, screamed you know, profanity at somebody kind of randomly the other day. That yeah. was Hater. Hater was just really? like that. They, uh, they're a mirror image. But anyway. Oh, but really? Anyway, okay. He's not Hater. <laughs> so Hater, Hater had this wife. Her name was Bean. That was her nickname. She worked down at a coffee Bean. shop. You okay. know, Bean. Four yeah. Seasons. Yeah. And so he says, I need to borrow your car. And it was a, it was a Honda Accord <laughs> hatchback. And he took a broomstick and literally cut the broomstick off to hold the hatch up. And we got behind it. I can't remember who was driving. And we, we would get so close, we burn, our tires burn holes on the bumper. Oh, shit. And, and brought you it borrowed back. this car. Yeah. Brought it back. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there was <laughs> huge black marks all over. Ah, uh, good times. Yeah. yeah. Basically, <laughs> analyzing somebody else's yeah. equipment. All right. But, well, but sta- yeah, that's just Statute of limitations. You're okay, though. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 They're... They broke up soon after. Well, yeah. Um, so, but you know, the thing is, is that's as close as I've had with a roller. We had somebody's bumper. Just somebody's just, bumper. Yeah. yeah. See, just, I'd you crash. Could, you could just sit there and go just oh, slide yeah. down. So it was it was a metallic light blue, but not the bumper. It was just a straight <laughs> line black. of black. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh my god! Hey, before we check the headlines, I want to take a short moment to mention. Um, and and this, I'm glad we all still have a little bit in our glasses. Uh, this happened. I I, I think it happened before our last show but i didn't mention it um um i didn't know richard moore i, I don't know if you guys know who richard yeah. moore was never been or is yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah um, great in cycling journalism field as well as the host and creator of the cycling podcast um i i i believe that all podcasts are should be friends and 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 i i was a fan of the cycling podcast mm-hmm. um I, and and his work his he continues to be the standard of cycling journalism and podcasting. He was and still is. Um, so his passing leaves a big hole in a, a whole lot of hearts and, and to them and to his, uh, Richard's family, I just want to, you know, hey, yeah. raise a toast to, to, to our last member of the group. Mm-hmm. There we go. So I let's, be, I what, believe he wrote slain the badger. Really? I think so. Well, 
I did I'll have not to know. check see, that. But yeah, see, see you should I read that. I don't that's know. Like your guy. I've, I've seen the film. I mean, I've seen the mm-hmm. film, but I have not read the book. Yeah. So, yeah. And he wrote another one about. Well, anyway. No. He, he's go. a great. He's a great writer. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah. So. Oh shit! Where's my new headline? I always. I always see. I've got a. Can you color code them to help well, you? Well, they are color coded. <laughs> I just need to um, uh, put them in um, some sort of alphabetical order. order. Alphabetical the Dewey Decimal order. System, Dewey something Decimal. like that. Dewey Decimal <laughs> System. Do they still use that? Who goes to the library? Yep. Oh, yep. oh I, well, he somebody does. does yeah. I was the TA in high school okay. for the librarian. So I, I didn't know how it worked, so I just started putting books. <laughs> oh, that's I no thought good. I you knew how it worked. I thought I knew how it worked. You crazy. So I was just like, oh, this is how it works, right? <laughs> nope. Mm. No clue. Yeah, yeah really. The yep. first series of number goes in its yeah. the topic, whether it's yeah, well. fiction or nonfiction and historical. or yeah. No, they can figure that out. There's these lost books, but no, there. Now there's the- Google. <laughs> yeah, no, just look it up. Google Translate. I don't need to take no foreign languages. You know that pisses me off. Watching, you know, watching cyclists switch from language to language to language. So, and then I'm going. I'm a dumb yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. I wish our country was anyway. Hey, uh, stories, news, headlines. This one's just for Paul. Welcome back, by the way. Thanks. Hugo Hostetter left with a huge cut. In his ear, after a dramatic crash at the Circuit de la Sarthe, questioned safety of disc brakes. The yeah. French pro came down on the wet and wild forest stage of the Circuit de la Sarthe last week and fell into a wheel, leaving him cut with an inj- requiring in- cut requiring in- immediate surgery. Words are hard today. Uh, he posted an image of the deep gash onto his helmet this weekend and resurfaced the long rumbling debate over the rumbling. <laughs> over the safety of disc brakes in the Peloton. And his quote said, when will there be covers for the discs in Ooh. UCI cycling? <laughs> I would have avoided 35 stitches in my ear, he wrote on Twitter. Uh, is it time to seriously consider some disc brake advances, uh, proper brake spacing for the wheel changes, uh, cover for to protect riders, everything like that? And we're gonna t- our topic tonight is going to be kind of covering some of these things. But uh, um, has 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 anybody ever seen anything like this in their lives of riding bikes? Has anybody? I mean, we haven't been in a lot of mass start races. Chain rings, chain rings. Are, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's it. Yeah. That was the first thing that came to yeah. my mind. It's yeah. like we should do some chain ring guards. Yeah, like and ear covers. Yeah. A- after a while, it's like <laughs> after a while, it's like why don't why don't we just ride in like rubber bikes? Yeah. You know, like yeah, you can't. No. It's gonna like Gumby. he also could have fallen and broken his collarbone. Yeah. yeah, we don't squeal about that, but yeah, I I think you, you know obviously I'm a proponent for rim brakes just for the simplicity of it all. Yeah, um, but I myself have been a victim of a chain ring. Mm. In a crit, which mm. I don't understand. Yours or somebody else's? No, a, mm. a chain ring went up my calf. Oh. Yeah. So, um, which is strange because we're in a crit and it's like he had it in the small ring. Mm. Otherwise, the chain would have protected it. It was this big ring that That is a great point. So, that's the usually fuck? why you don't mm. see that often. But usually Somebody did that do. on purpose. No, he, he was. Here comes Paul. I'm going sh- to crash into him and shit down on my chain. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fuck you, Paul. A he guy probably, did, he probably the, did a wheelie before just to get that chain ring yeah, right up. The, right that's up right. <laughs> that was in the middle of a crash. This guy was this mad mad attack going up a hill on the crit. It was a short little punchy climb, and I, the guy must have shifted in this small ring. We had two laps to go, and he, like this guy, got tired. Uh, the guy who made the jump started like too big of a gear. 
and then thought the pack was to his right, moved left, and swept the field. And was down it Karsten? goes the guy. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Just kidding. Obviously, watched Sorry, Karsten. Karsten's style. Uh, and yeah, then, so this guy came. Jack with a quote of the night. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just was more good. of a puncture wound than anything else, but it yeah. was it went up my, my calf muscle. So, it, it, you know, those – anyway, getting back to this thing. Yeah. That's – the safety issue is not – I mean, yeah, it's, it's important, but um, obviously rim brakes wouldn't have done that, but there's other things on a bike that could. Um, like your cable you. end on the, a rim brake. It might poke you, poke your eye out. <laughs> poke your eye out. Yeah, right. Even get down. But barring on a, a in a crash, yeah. have you ever been hit by a end of a handlebar? Um, yeah. That's why you yeah, have yeah. to have a bar cap because yep. you're going to get a core sample. Cork it out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But you can't. I don't know if it's ever happened, but when you crash, those those things can pop off, and then yeah. you know. Yep. So there's a lot of danger. This is not a safe sport by any means. But putting a, a freaking cover. Mm, on, can you imagine wheel good. changes? <laughs> yeah. So, well, if it just covers the top of the ring, kind of yeah. like, kind of like a Schwinn chain guard. bicycle yeah. chain yeah. guard. And yeah. they've been working on that. And, and I think disc brakes have to progress. I mean, and I think believe these thoughts because we're, this is right, our topic right. that we're going to get to okay. later on. Ooh. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. Second story, by the way, Michael Kwiatkowski beat French writer Benoit Croissant. <laughs> I'm so that bad with the words good. tonight. By only a few <laughs> centimeters at Sunday's Amstel Gold Race, and it was all because of a great bike throw. In, in fact, you could argue it wasn't even his great bike throw. This is according to Velo News, but Kosnefois's lousy one. Now, I'm quoting from prepared script by, by our friends at Velo News. For three minutes, it looked like the Frenchman had, a, had triumphed on Sunday's Amstel Gold Race for the first time in 41 years that a French rider would have won it. Oh. Uh, he celebrated thinking he had beaten Kwiatkowski in a sprint for the title, but the finished photo revealed that, in fact, it was the opposite. Um, interesting final sprint. Very interesting final sprint. Almost like a replay of, of what Flanders. we saw in Flanders, where they, you know, there's, you've got these two away and this waiting moments and things like that. Um, and uh, someone told told Costnefois that he had won, but... Um, he was obviously destroyed to find out, and oh my God, I don't know about you guys, but my heart broke seeing seeing that elation and then deflation after it um, of what went on. Um, and his his bike throw was quite terrible as far as it goes. Wasn't and, it late? Super late. Yeah. 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 Like Kuyakowski. Yeah. Yeah. yeah timed very well. Yeah. So um, let's talk about Amstel. Paul, we didn't get your your picks on it, but you can you know you could say I picked Kuyakowski. I told, I told Jack. And, yeah, in a text he picked uh, uh, ben, Benoit. Or, yeah, you yeah. did not. Yes, he I did. did. I got the text. He he's like, but my, he didn't win, so it doesn't he didn't matter. Get it. <laughs> ah, good point. Well, good point, good I think, point, good point. and I can't remember if you kind of threw out three, but you said your this dar- is your your dark horse guy. Because he's been up there, and that yeah. that was what what kind of like. And, and same with my Rube. Because I mentioned Mahorik, and and yeah. you said, well, this other guy, and yeah. and, and, and then I congratulate really, him. He really did. He really did. Yeah. I was thinking about it, but I, <laughs> I was thinking it. about it too. I wasn't thinking about it. It wasn't even on my radar. How do you? Oh, you guys are better. Than me. 
Uh, I watch way too much TV. I'm the guy who doesn't know who Leo Wilcox was. (laughs) (laughs) You want to let that go? I'm not going to let it go, and i got to quit reading reviews. (laughs) By the way, if you post your review on on iTunes, I'll read it. It'll live forever. And it'll stick in my head (laughs) forever, and I'll find out your name, and I'll come to your fucking house. (laughs) No, um, Wow. (laughs) So... It surprises or or revelations or anything like that that you guys have from that experience from watching the race. Yeah, I thought it was a. Uh, I thought it was exciting. Um, I was really impressed with um, how Ineos rode. Um, obviously, yeah. we all know Tom Pedcock had that one time where it looked like he was chasing out his teammate. Yeah, yeah, but we were talking about this before yeah. the show. Yeah, I, I think um, like barring that moment, he rode very well for. Uh, Kwiatkowski, especially getting in those, uh, just breaking up a lot of the flow. Like Vanderpool would go and he'd be right on the wheel and yeah. just break it up, and it would just it, it couldn't come back. Um, and I was saying before we started that if um, <clears throat> if that breakaway hadn't have happened, I I saw Pidcock winning that race yeah. with how with how strong he was, uh, and Va- and I could tell that Vanderpool was definitely like a little tired from his efforts over the week over the previous weekend. Um, and part of me wondered if he was saving it for what's to come this weekend. Um, but Pidcock looked the best he'd ever looked. And I'm really interested to see him at, uh, is it Bravance to Peel tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if is that tomorrow? Yes. Mm -hmm. Shit. I didn't print those out. Um, but I, I wonder if, uh, he'll do the double because he looked, he looked really good over the weekend and I was really happy to see him come back from, what had been a pretty poor race season so far. Yeah, he's been sick and just all kinds of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a a devil's f- flu running through the peloton right now. It's just absolutely as Paul coughs. Yeah. No, you can cough all you need, to, man. Yeah. If, if the listeners don't like it, they can fucking find another bucket. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm defensive tonight. Yeah, yeah I guess wow. so. What's I'm on wrong? edge. What's yes. wrong? Don't fuck with me. <laughs> Do you need a massage? <laughs> I might. God. Not from you, though. Your okay. hands are gross. I know. And they're all peeled and bloody. Bleedy. Is that what you said? Bleeding. 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 Uh, revelations or anything you guys took, well, took away I'll, from I'll, I'll bounce off of here. I, I, to me, Pidcock is... This is a year where I started thinking... Between the three cross, cyclocross riders last year, everybody's like, this must be it, because those three are the shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you look at... Uh, Vanderpool and and uh, Wout, those two didn't race into like the world championships, and they're doing better. And I think that mm-hmm. some of it was kind of like he's kind of spent. And in some of the, his quotes in front of um, the media, and it might be his age, and I'm not going to hold it against him or anything, but it's just <laughs> like, oh come on, guy. Um, like he mentioned about, uh, um, uh, gosh. Tej, not Tej, but um, Pogachar. Yeah. Uh, where, where on the first set of cobbles and, and cobble race that he did on that Wednesday, uh, his comment was, well, he just doesn't understand the ta- tactics. Uh, Pogacar doesn't oh, understand yeah. the tactics yeah. of, of cobble racing. Well, the next, you know, here's Flanders four days later, at, and where's where's Pidcock? He's yeah. 17th place. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm like, well, it, it, he's a fast learner, I guess. And then his other, he, he just his move with about what nineteen eighteen k. 
to go to chase down his teammate. I think he really was the guy to win. I, and I think that's I think he was where, confused. Jackson and I were saying last like Somebody's like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah, and, like I, and I think what, what happened is if you look at the breakaway, um, uh, Kiewikowski – Went, when they went through the lap with one lap to go, he's watching. Everybody's watching each other. So he rolled out, and it was a good move because they were really were working for um, Pidcock. Yeah. But no one went with them. So what do you do? You know, you're trying to draw out a little bit. So everybody has to chase. You want to kind of do that because they were the only ones that had two up on that break. Because if somebody does that to them, then mm-hmm. they're going to be responsible to chase it down. So I thought but, this yeah, is a good offensive. move. Yeah. 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 And I'm thinking this is a good move. And then up that hill, I'm going, what the heck? Because he, he closed the door down on on, uh, on those. And he almost dragged up, what's his name from uh, Bahrain that almost oh, bridged? Dylan Toynes. Yeah, Dylan yeah, Toynes. Yeah. He just ran out of gas. And I'm like, that could have been totally disastrous. So, um, and then with the photo finish, um, his comment in the press, he goes, well, I'm glad it turned out the way it is. I'm paraphrasing. And, and he says yeah. that Ineos would have been flicked twice about the finish, referring to last year yeah. with Wout. And it's like, you, you got to let some of that stuff go. You yeah. can't. So I've lost that, but he's young. And and we've talked about young riders like Quinn Simmons and Chloe Dygaard making foolish statements. Well, and, and you got to – I mean, I can, I can go back as, you know, on, on a much milder scale about Cavendish, you know, and some of the shit. Yeah, or, or Peter Sagan grabbing a woman's ass at the podium. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are things that these guys have done that were fucking stupid, you know. And so, I mean, I guess the privileges of youth. Well, that trying to bridge up not a privilege. man. Not privilege, sorry. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, idiocy of youth. Well, When you try to bridge up, I'm like, that is that is youth thinking. I think he really thought he was stronger than he was. Yeah. And when he turned around, there's – who was it? I think it was even – no, it wasn't Evander. It was somebody else. Kostafa. Yeah. I think that's who it was. And look what happened. So, anyway. Is anybody else uh, mildly impressed by the size of that beer that they hand at the oh, podium? It's huge. It's awesome. But, but is it awesome or is it just a, a sad waste? Did he throw it on the crowd? No. What no, are you doing? The thing is like a bear hug. Yeah, Both so of he them takes it back to the one. bus and they just... Everybody want a yep. community sip from this drink <laughs> while a rabid flu is infecting the Peloton? Yeah, likely. Yeah. So I don't know. That was I don't sad. know if you saw, but they they gave like just a yeah. pint and they to all the other guys. It. Well, not yeah. Tej. Tej oh. Benut didn't. He oh. took a sip and set it down. Oh. And yeah. it was like the what? other two. Were yeah, like, the other two. They chugged. They Buck. they raised yeah. seat like this is another yeah. photo finish. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, of course, Benut didn't do that. Yeah. Have you ever had Amstel? <laughs> oh, he's like, give me a Belgian beer. I would have checked right, that big one, right. you know. Amstel's, but Amstel's light. It's tap water. It's easy to go down. Yeah, I've had it in it's, in, in Amsterdam. It's, it's, it's probably what would be a good beer mile beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice light beer. I had a cycling beer mile on the schedule. Mm, yeah. When are we doing it? But it's got to be done on trainers, though. Mm. You yeah, can't do it outside. You die. Mm-hmm. That's not true. 30 miles an hour. Hey, I had four beers. Who's we'll doing 30 miles per hour? We'll do it up at Hartfield on the track. I'm yeah. fucking fast, Jack. <laughs> hey, let's address the big dog, shall we? A little overdue, but all important. Perhaps more important than going to church on Sunday. Let's cue the lightning. Perry Roubaix is happening this weekend. Paul, God, you put the headphones on the mic, and it Again. is like thunder. And that was the, when I said cue the lightning, so it was almost yeah, perfectly perfect. timed. Um 
Paul, for someone who not fully in the know, ha, ha, has been to Paris-Roubaix. So for, so for somebody who's not fully in the know, somebody who is listening to this show just because they had something going on in their lives and they randomly picked a podcast, could you introduce us and give us a perspective of Paris-Roubaix? Yeah, I, I kind of wrote a little longer than I thought I should. No, that's good. Please anyway. do. But dude, um, you're the guy who you have carte blanche on this one. Well, I love Paris-Roubaix, and you made a comment last show that Flanders was my favorite. I did. And was I wrong? Yeah, Roubaix. That was like my first child. Now, I love Flanders. I love them both the same, but it's kind of like your kids. Mm-hmm. Well, you only had one, so it was easy. Mm-hmm. But there's just one that's just Then I like, found out he peed in the shower. I know. <laughs> now now it's really... Yeah. If well, you had another kid... Clean. Yeah. <laughs> Sanitized. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so this is, this is the race that I got okay. interested in. 1984 when CBS did their little... John oh, Tesh yeah. thing, yeah, and that's what hooked me. So, and that, and then I went out and bought a bike, and now I'm sitting here, 36 years out. later, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, so 38 years. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, it started in, in 1896. These two guys that lived in Roubaix, they built this velodrome, and they thought, well, let's do. I mean, the velodrome actually hosts some events, and even Major Taylor raced in it. Hmm. So, oh, it, shit. it's not the one that they finish in now. But uh, anyway, and I'm going to butcher the name, Theodore uh, Vanier and uh, uh, Maurice uh, Perez were their names. Yeah. So in that time period, they approached to try and do a race from Paris to Roubaix to kind of, and they finished on the velodrome, and they made a pitch to the organizers of the Tour de France and saying, hey, this will be a warm-up race for Bordeaux to Paris, and that was a big thing back then. Which is no longer around. Yeah, mm. Bordeaux, wow. Paris. There, there's the irony one. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so um, they said there would be a prize list to the winner of one thousand French francs, and that's the same amount because that's a mining country around there. It's the same amount of money that a miner makes in seven months. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah. So it, that's kind of cool stuff. I yeah. Thought, yeah. I dug up. Um, so anyway. They talked this guy, um, uh, Victor Beyer, to come and visit, and, you know, they're going to give him the route. And so he went the first day, traveled. I don't know how he must have been by car, and decided to ride the rest of the route. And so I don't know if he brought a bike or he borrowed a bike. He started riding, and on that day, they were supposed to meet in Roubaix to talk about the possibility. Well, it starts raining, and the temperature drops, and the wind's blowing. (laughs) And he got there, and he says, no freaking way. I'm sending a telegram to the organizers. Do not put this race on. They said, wait, 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 wait. They said, let's sit down. Let's talk about it. They started feeding him. Getting, they got him drunk. <laughs> and <laughs> he went, okay, thumbs up. And that's how he got started. So, no wow. shit. Yeah. Wow. That's how it got started. See, there we go. There we so, go. There we he go. lost three fingers on that. Yeah. 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 Frostbite. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so... 33 sections of cobbles am i correct in, in it um i might be no, off i think i, know, I think I there's there's 30 yeah. or 31 now yeah um I, I forgot to check that the route changes every once in a okay. while so okay um so real quickly you know the big five star ones um forster Amberg, and i think that was in 60 i can't remember 67 or something they brought that in um monson van vapel and and Cafour de Larab. Um, those are the big sectors that mm-hmm. are brutal and usually have a big dis- – well, the um, Forza Armberg is usually too early in the races. It's about 90K typically. Yeah. And so – but you can really 
do some damage and then you're not going to finish. Um, the other thing is, is, uh, the, the cool thing about that on that finish, they, they have the, they have showers inside. It's unique of any race. There's showers in, in the velodrome and every winner has a plaque and everybody goes in and showers and it's a famous people take pictures of the guys all brutally crash or water and dirty and Money. they wash yeah. off. And so that's yeah, something they keep it. <clears throat> they keep it G rated. So yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, so I did want to hit a couple of highlights in the recent history about people's take and some of the mishaps and in the and the yeah Peru Bay. So in eighty one, Bernardi No called it a bullshit race. Um, he was in the uh, World Championship jersey. He says, "I will race and win it," and he did, and that was it. He didn't want to crashed into a dog. Yeah, dog bag. took him yeah. out in yeah. the corner. Yeah, yeah. but um, he got up and won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His. Such he's, a tough he's, little he's like a badger or something. Black poodle. He's kind of like a badger. Remember <laughs> yeah. when he crashed in the Tour de France? He's bleeding down yeah. the head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my favorite in '88, Dirk de Mall, um, who is now a director for uh, uh, Israel. Um, what's startup? Israel uh, startup. In, uh, yep. No, no, it's not no, startup. Israel, Israel Premier Tech. Thank, oh, you. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Um, so anyway, he was he was on ADR, which at that time in '88 was small. Um, uh, did the last race he did he really didn't get any favors from anybody the team forgot to register him he got like on the podium or third or fourth place and they said nope you weren't registered and so he was uh, and he wasn't even supposed to race Perry Bay. and they told him like two three days oh you're on the race and so he's supposed to cover the brakes and Thomas the tank Wegmuller which is notorious for long that guy could grind a gear like forever they just whittled down the pack, went down, <clears throat> and um, there's just the two of them. And this is a year they didn't finish in the velodrome, and a plastic bag went into Vegamuller's rear derailleur, yeah. and he couldn't finish. And Which is on Old Guys Watching Races, a video yep. on our yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah. You and I watched it and, and, and analyzed the entire race. Mm-hmm. Was Dismount one? Yeah, Dismount. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and then uh, real quick, another, another quick um, kind of goofy thing. Um, in 1985, there's a guy named uh, Theo DeRoy. You interviewed. Yeah. And he didn't realize he was famous for this in the U.S. But CBS was covering it in 1985. And he was in the, the early break, and he finally crashed. Look back and find this episode, yeah, you it guys, is good. if you're listening. He's a it was a fun guy. talk with Theo. Yeah. yeah. And um, he found out that he, he became popular after this is when he met this guy, this American. He says, I named my dog Theo after you. And he goes, <laughs> Why? I was like, what you said in Peru Bay. And what it was is he crashed out. He was just totally thrashed. And yeah. so his quote was about CBS came up to him because they saw him pull out. And they said, Teo, how is it out there? And he says, it's bollocks, this race. He says, uh, you're working like an animal. You don't even have time to piss. You wet your pants. You ride in mud like this. It's a pile of shit. Yeah. And, and they said, well, are you going to come back? And he says, Sure. It's the most beautiful race in the world. So. And then he starts laughing yeah, with this dark, <coughs> horrible cough of just dust and yeah. hell. So, and um, that's, that's, wow. Yeah, look up that interview. He was a great guy. Hmm. Has Jackson, as somebody who's grown into the sport, I mean, and I know that, you know, I and I, I don't know if I should apologize or not for doing this to you, but, I mean, I, there was always this Sunday in April where – 
dad was an idiot and got up at five in the morning or something like that and was watching stuff and was yelling at everybody to shut up and stuff like that. Um, has, is, is, does this race have any of the romanticized meaning to you? I remember when we were talking earlier about the fact that we all have kind of our our favorites. You you were saying the Strada Bianca is your, mm-hmm. is your favorite. Is there any um, of that myth or romanticized nature that is rubbed off on you? Um, <clears throat> well, the reason why I mentioned like Strada Bianca being my favorite is because of like the time that it like yeah. it, that it connected with. Um, and it was like a very it was like when COVID came back or when COVID like really hit. And then like Strada Bianca was the first one. I remember waking up and watching it like when like super early. I forget when it was. But yeah, that that's why that one has like a very specific like specific meaning to me. And with this one, it's um I always know it as like your favorite, for instance, dad. Um, but I um, and am like still connecting to it on like a personal level because I've had so few opportunities to really watch That's it. A good point. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think it's a really cool race and I'll always remember like I'll always remember last year's version as the first ever version I like fully sat down and watched because mm-hmm. I was saying today um, to my girlfriend that it was like I started that race and I never fast forwarded. I always mm-hmm. fast forward races. But last year I never did. I never touched the remote. I watched the whole thing. Wow! And and yeah. it was it, it. I loved watching the whole thing. I even did that with the women's race too. And not to say that I would like fast forward the women's race just because it's a women's race. But you get what I mean. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Both races were just like sit down and watch the whole thing. So I think that will have a significant impact on me as time goes on. Either you guys have this. Paul, you were saying it's your favorite, and, mm-hmm. and it is because of what? Is it the fans? Is it the environment? Is it the course? Is it the holy grail nature of it? I think it's unique. Uh, there's no other race like it. Um, of course, what appealed to me in 1984 was the brute. It's so brutal, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 84, uh, Sean Kelly won, mm-hmm. and. And just the the weather conditions and everything play a big thing on it, um, but you can feel, I don't know, even coming resonating from the TV was the passion that not only the riders but the people on the side of the road and and the history is a huge huge thing, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if a lot of people call it the hell of the north and that name was after World War One because they looked at the course and it was all shelled and there was still trenches from the war, um, and they said this is this is hell and that's how i got the name so i mean there's blood in that soil from wars yeah. and yeah. It, it, it's uh i think armbrook forest i might i think i'm correct uh was laid down that cobblestone for napoleon's army yeah i think i've heard that yeah so <clears throat> you know it's so steep in history um it is unique um and i think winners can crash and flat three or four or five times and still you never quit on that race because you never know what's going to happen and that's pretty unique mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty rare that the winner is untouched yeah you know that the, something happened in the race and yeah. they still won the race i, I mean, think roger de flamic who won four times only flatted once in this mm. whole time I th- really mm-hmm. sonny cabrelli was pretty fortunate last yeah. year too yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. ghana was not no, the the entire, 
I don't. Well, the weather is apparently saying long wage forecast suggests a sunny day of around mm-hmm. 64 degrees Fahrenheit, mm-hmm. only a little bit of breeze. So we're going from one extreme to another from last year to this year. I think last year's edition is one we will is unlike we will see for a very long time again. Mm-hmm. Just that horrible weather. I mean, freaking October, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you don't do that. Yeah. Um, but what a, what an absolutely brilliant edition last year's was, and it, and it truly brought the women's race to the forefront. Yeah. I mean, what an epic mm-hmm. edition last year's women's race was. Um, does so well, let's let before I get to talking about individual riders, I guess. Um, so and, and this is from our friends at Cycling Tips uh, talking about the when you would want to watch it. And it's so fascinating. Paul, you're always the guy who go like, all right, when should I get up? Yeah. And, and, and so to catch every single cobblestone sec- sector, you will want to tune in around one twenty five local time or that's four twenty five a.m. where we live. Mm hmm or 725 Eastern. Um, that's when the Peloton is expected to reach Sector 30. Yeah, so it apparently. is 30, and that's Troisville. Yeah. That's their first sector. There's still 160 to go at that point, but th- there you go. If you're a little more time poor or if you want to not get up at 425 in the morning for those of us here on the West Coast, you can probably leave it until Arenberg, and they should get there somewhere around 5.55 a.m. or 2.55 p.m., their local time. 855 if you're on the east coast um and so be, they say you might want to tune in a few minutes early because you want to mm-hmm. see that drive into into um uh into arenberg so um 50k to go they're saying probably around 655 a.m pacific 955 eastern so you do your own your own math there but uh you're a live guy paul mm-hmm. you're a live guy you're what time are you going to be up i'll probably um you know if i'm Recovered. I'll probably three o'clock and watch three a.m. Yeah, make sure that I would see what's the breakaways established, um, and then going into Twelveville, it's a hard left-hand corner. There's like a massive sprint. Yeah, it's kind of fun to see and see who's in position, uh, and, and the team tactics start heating up. But yeah, I think for the average bear, you have to watch Ironberg. Yeah, I mean, if you could do that, I mean they're they're coming in hot, at like at forty-five plus miles an hour. I mean, it's a full-out sprint to get into the gobbles. Yeah. So, and that's nasty. I've been there, and there's sections of some of that cobbles are three-inch difference between, mm. like, the stone in front of it. Depending on, you know, you right. that's why yeah. you get on the crown, and it's a little more even. Mm-hmm. If you get off, that's why you see everybody trying to get right in the center. So, Jesus. What time did they finish? Oh, it seemed late. Like around like, 30 or so. What time? Yeah. No, uh, their time. Um. Well, four, it would be eight hours behind, so about four, four o'clock, four thirty. Um, are you guys watching live, Jack? I'll Jackson? attempt. I'll attempt it. You'll just attempt cause it? I'll, yeah. Why not? Uh, I, mean. I I sleep six hours on the weeknights. Um. So I no. No, no, you will not. No, and th- no, I and that's not. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I, yeah. I make a point. If I know I'm not going to get up, I'm my phone isn't even yeah. in the room because everybody's like, "Hey, congratulations, Sonny Cobrelli!" <laughs> it's like you're fucking Mad Mom '86. Nobody, Sonny doesn't give a fuck about what you're posting. Sorry, this is always something I get upset about. Yeah, apparently. It is. It pisses me <laughs> off that every and and headline writers. God damn it! If you want us to click to your website. 
Don't click all the information. Don't post all the information in your headline. Sonny Colbrelli wins Paris-Roubaix. That's the worst fucking headline. Did you even pass journalism school, you douche? That's kind of edgy today. I'm yeah, pissed. Yeah. I'm Still, pissed at people who do you that. You to go back to work I'm this pissed week. at people who do that. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I am. I am. But um, I'm, I'm going to probably try and I'm, I'm going to get up about 530. I think I'm going to try and catch before Arnberg all the way in. And see what happens. So you, you can text me if you if you wondered if I missed if you miss anything because I'll be up. Yeah. Say hey, did anything? Yeah. Vital happen. I do so, that sometimes. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, is it over or should yeah. I go down and watch now? <laughs> and and you're always like, yeah, you should go watch now. It's about to get 60K exciting. Sixty k to go. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's it's a great it's a great way to set it up. Uh, who's covering it for us? It this is Peacock, uh, Peacock isn't it? Oh, this this is, is Peacock. Yeah, I will right. say. Like, okay, yeah, we might not like Peacock, <laughs> but it's way better than Flow Bikes yeah. has been. Oh, they suck ass. It, yeah. <laughs> I like it doesn't connect to my speaker. That's the thing that bothers me the most. Huh, really? It like it'll come on and you know how it like automatically plays whatever like the live thing? Yeah. It just like won't connect to the thing. It it's really? not really that big a deal to discuss right now, but it just annoys me. Well, yeah. yeah. No, I understand. It, when you replay, at least on mine, I think you and I have the same thing. It'll freeze, and I have to push yeah. play again, and it's uh, like, you know, and then you miss stu- like, yeah, it's, a minute or two. Exactly. Yeah. Mine so will. Bizarre. I just don't like the commercials that I'm paying for the subscription, and it, this time it wasn't Little Caesars; it was a Mercedes commercial that I popped up every, about that, yeah. every ten minutes. It shrinks the screen and goes to a commercial, and I'm like, going, I know that's probably not Flowbikes' fault, mm-hmm. but if your if your subscription service don't you know come on, don't sell. Don't sell, because I've already bought. Jack doesn't give a fuck. Do you have flow bikes? Jack? I don't. You don't? No. So you're just kidding. By the way, so, I hear the the, the the naughty way is to, is to just get a VPN, VPN. And, and watch Eurosport. Yep. That's, That's GCN I don't Eurosport. know how to do that. I don't know how to do that, but I don't know how to you do might that. might get one. But I'm, I'm ask ask the youngster over there. Yeah, you can't know how to. <laughs> you do? No, you can oh. subscribe to one, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you just pay so a service. Right, right? Yeah. So it's internet can't find you. That's why Alexa won't listen to me anymore. Mm. Oh, she didn't turn on. Good to hear. Good to see. Um, so let's let's talk about this, guys. Who's uh, first of all, who's actually going to be there? Um, and before you talk about the names that are who are actually going to be there and who actually you think is going to do what, um, uh, what pops out to you guys? Uh, let's talk about the men and the women. Do we want to go with the women first? Do, let's do we. Let's just randomly look at at contenders. And I know it's hard to do because, you know, we, we, we get very few glimpses into the women's peloton. I'm going to be honest with this. We get very few glimpses because a lot of it's um, Amstel, we got the last, what, 30K, 40K or something like that. And it's hard to kind of get an idea what's going on in that unless you really start to research and, and pay attention to what, what a lot of the news outlets are saying. But um, are there names that pop into into your heads that are other than the, the kind of the normal you know the the um, Van Bluten's, the you know Longo Borghini's, the racing. things like that. Yeah, she's not. But you know, well, I, after I, she broke her hip last, I mean, her pelvis yeah. last time. Oh so. shit! Yeah, I'd be, I'd run from yeah. it like it was on fire. Um, so the, talk to me about any contenders, outsiders, or things like that before you guys have any picks. Let's start with the women's peloton. Does anybody have anything that you think would? Uh, Jackson, you tend to pick mm-hmm. Cassie quite a bit, but she hasn't really done a ton yet. I probably won't 
go that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I, another Canyon Stream writer that is uh, kind of exciting is Tiffany Cromwell, who races a lot of the gravel scene, um, like in the U.S. domestic uh, scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so she was the leader uh, at uh, Amstel Gold, and uh, she may have been at Flanders as well. Um, but I'd be interested to see how she can ride this weekend, especially knowing that she is one of the higher profile gravel riders. So I'd love to see um, a name like that end up uh, at the top um, yeah. or or near there. Um, I didn't I didn't pick her, um, but I also think that a, a UAE uh, team would be kind of cool, like Mar- uh, Marta Bastianelli, kind of one of those riders just to see not not the norms usually win that's what i'm hoping for too i'd like to see a little bit of a shake-up in terms of how that all goes as per usual mm-hmm. and i'm i mean i'm looking at you know obviously i you know mariana voss is going to be on my list um, although we haven't seen her break the line first this year am yeah. i correct mm-hmm. um you know but i'm looking at lizzie banks i'm looking at uh you know some of these other riders Another person is uh, Clara Hunsinger, yeah, who is also starting this weekend with her cross background. Maybe she can kind of pull a pull a Wout or a Vanderpool and kind yeah. of show her face as one of the leading cross riders. Yeah, show that that that's a, a positive method <laughs> that that obviously not only works for the guys but mm-hmm. it'll also work for the for the women. So, anybody else got anything that just kind of stands out to you, or you guys just want to go straight to picks for the women? picks but i'm gonna give you a little background why do it okay um so uh Kopecky, i mean she came off of flanders looking pretty good mm-hmm. uh, she's belgian another good reason mm-hmm. um so no big deal i think voss really wanted it last year oh, and i'm gonna drop what i talked to you fought. guys about yes uh earlier before in the green room yeah. um <laughs> that uh there's a show out there that specialized did and it's called grit and grace and you guys should watch it. anybody listening take a look at it and it's there's a couple episodes but the, it's one about the first uh the first um perry roubaix and you see voss chasing <coughs> excuse me um uh lizzie so i mean she was screaming she was like and she was coming on hard I think she really wants this win. She didn't race last weekend. Mm-hmm. To, I mean, so that's yeah. why yeah. I think she is – this is the one she's been aiming for um, because she's won everything else pretty much, so, <laughs> you know, might as well. Yeah. <laughs> but um, – and then, uh, of course, uh, Chantel uh, Vanderbrook-Black because she did a stellar job at Flanders for Capecchi. So those yeah. are my three. I think she's in form, and, and uh, I think she did well last year too. Yeah. I think she was – I think she was in the top ten. Yeah, I can't remember. Jack, what do you got for me? Well, <clears throat> I at first I was thinking, you know, maybe a, like a one-two. I don't know why. I'm still looking for this. You know, more of that was uh, with maybe um, uh, Brant and Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'll, I'll go Brant, uh, Voss, and um, Vanderbrook Black. So. Okay, I'm changing because you guys are all picking Van der Black, so I'm going to pick somebody different just for fun. Jackson? Yeah, um, so I am going to go uh, with Ellen Van Dyke, um, Mariana Voss, because I agree she does really want the win, and then um, Lata Kopecky, who I think has been probably the most on-form classics writer this campaign so far. 
So we're all over the place. And so I've been listening to you guys' posts, I mean, your your picks, and so I, I scrab, scribbled out a lot because I just don't want us all to pick the same one. So I'm picking Clara Hansinger. I'm picking, of course, Marianne Voss because I'm not an idiot, but I'm also picking Tiffany Cromwell from Canyon Shram, which I think might be an interesting uh, mm-hmm. ride for her. And um, now that she's, you know, the, the, on Canyon Shram, you're, you're – you got nothing else, you know. You might as well go for it. So I yeah. think you know they haven't had any major, major big ones this year. So there we go. Uh, for the guys, for the dudes. Um, Wout's on the list. Is he riding or not? Wout. There are rumors that Wout is going to ride, but in service to somebody else. Um, I, I don't. I, that would be very interesting. Again, we're this is this is a Tuesday when we're recording this show, and so we're at the mercy. A preliminary start list. We're not at the. We don't have the ability to go 100% for sure's, and so that makes it a little difficult for us. But um, I, I, I would say if Wout raced, he would be 100% in support of a Christophe Laporte or Van Hoydonk. Would you know, correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen? Mm-hmm. If you if you would say one or the other, but. Um, you guys are seem to be staring at lists and scribbling, so I'm going to pick my three first. I'm going to obviously go with the obvious choice of Matthew Vanderpool, and I'm going to. St- I just want one truly safe pick, and then the other two I'm going to start playing around with. I'm going to go with Alexander Kristoff because Kristoff rode an incredible. Uh, was it uh, Scottle Price, mm-hmm. uh, which was just watching him ride off the front. I think I think uh, Intermarche Want to Gobert is going into all these races, just going fuck it let's just go yeah. and I, I love that mentality and i love what i'm seeing and i'd love to see uh something from christoph i i'm probably going to eat my words on that one but we'll see and my third pick is i'm going out again on this one and i'm going to go with stefan kung because he has been at the front mm-hmm. of every single race this year and i think he's been at the victim in many t- cases of team tactics and perry roubaix sometimes neutralizes that field it can be luck it can be just a simple moment of of powering away and that guy has a gas pedal he can hit it and he can ride all day at an incredibly high tempo so i'd love to see uh, uh stefan kung do something there so those are my picks who wants to go next um so yeah, Kuhn, that is a good pick. Uh, one thing I noticed: there's only seven riders going. Yeah, and and uh, Yumbo Visma has eight listed. So yeah, that kind of shows he might be on the bubble. I think he is. They yeah. hid <coughs> Wout's. Um, that's who we were speaking of. Yeah. Wout's uh, Strava. They shut down his Strava while he was sick. Yeah, so that when he was training, that people maybe he's not safe. Maybe I mean it could it's be something sham. like that. He's just trying to set him up so, for the win. But yeah. um, I went with because uh, I think Quick Step's getting a lot of pressure from Lefave. Yeah, yeah, he's riding in the car. He's now. at the dinner yeah. table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's not a good sign. So I went with Askren. Um, he's been there a little bit, you know, uh, and you can't. That guy's amazing. And then forever until he retires, I will always accept <laughs> <laughs> Van Marker. Um, and and I hate I well, hold it on hope because. Uh, uh, Duke Lesasal in '93 was 38 years old when he won Paris Bay, so <laughs> it, that could happen. And then my dark horse, like Christopher, I was um, last week, uh, Oliver Nason. You know how much uh, 
Israel Premier Tech would love something from Set Fan Mark. Yeah. I mean, oh my God. Because right now they're sitting on a big And they had to pull out last week. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're sitting on nothing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jack or Jackson, who wants to take? I'll do, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm gonna pick uh, Wout because I think I think that uh, he's. You think sat he's out. gonna ride? I think he sat you think out. He's of faking Amstel it. Gold. I think he he's rested and recovered. I and, think you're dreaming. Yep. Yeah. But <clears throat> you you win. You've won most of these picks this year. Yeah. Nah, you, I don't yeah. know about most. You have. I've, I've had some good ones. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal Jackson's Peter Sagan because I think he's got a. Jackson's willingly giving him to you. Yeah. I, think I, th- I, I thought he was scratched. Oh, well, he's on this list. So. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's... No? Yeah, I thought what's he was wrong, What's wrong with him? He hasn't been feeling well, and he's... Yeah. I think he's got long COVID. There's, I think he's got long COVID. There's only yeah. seven riders on that list, and Sagan's one of them, so he is... Might be it. Yeah. He might be in there, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I'll uh, stick with riders. it. Yeah. Um, Mahorik would be my, my third, so... Nice. Oh, okay. He's, okay. He's strong right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll go for it. Um. I think that if Wout does attend, um, I think his ever so loyal deputy will be alongside him, Christoph Laporte, and I think that Laporte will probably have a better chance of winning than Wout will. Uh, yeah. With if if he was really sick, uh, as sick as he was. Uh, my second will be uh Matthew Vanderpool. Um. I think he was. So we're all cl- canceling him out, more or less. Well, I didn't pick him. Yeah. Oh, just you and I. Yeah. yeah. I think I think he uh, was obviously tired after uh, his Flanders win, but I also think that he was holding back at Amstel. Um, and then he has always been there, and I think Mads Pedersen has a very, very, very strong chance this I, time around, especially I, with how he's been riding this entire. He's got it in the season. tank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got it in the tank. All right, there are our picks. So, um, so I, I want to kind of uh, go back to a news story to take us into the topic a little bit here. Um, first of all, the topic is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Brewing, home of the best non-alcoholic brews available. As Merrill said it in the Truman Show, trust me, I've tried the others. This one's the best. Nice. Have you seen that movie? No. Yeah, I have. Great movie. Um, the, t- the topic here is how soon and expensive is too soon. And I know Jackson's going to roll his eyes and Paul's going to grin with delight. <laughs> Technology and racing and the rush to get us to spend our money on shit that might not be ready. So speaking of which, in case you haven't been paying attention, in a statement published on its website, the UCI revealed it has approved a built-in tire pressure management system from the Dutch, Dutch wheel brand Scope for its use in road racing and for just in time for Paris-Roubaix this weekend. Tire pressure management promises automatic inflation and deflation of a rider's tubeless tires with the simple touch of a button without requiring the rider to stop. Photos of the Atmos system in a UCI product description document available on the Scope Cycling website show a hub-based system. It's like within the hub itself. Uh, spoke mount and hose carrying air to and from the tire. In the document, Scope Cycling describes the system as, and I quote, a tire pressure management system based on mechanical valves which regulate air flow between the air reservoir and the tubeless tires. You can operate it from the handlebars. You can adjust your fucking tire pressure from the handlebars now. Um, 
and UCI approved it. It's it's ready to rock. You've got a mini compressor now associated on your hubs. Um, first, I would like to ask for uh, thoughts on this technological advance. Second of all, I would like to ask for your opinions, knowing that in U.S. dollars, it is just over four thousand dollars for the wheel set for the, the, the for the system. Mm -hmm. But it's a complete wheel set. I don't. No, it's just so. a hub. I, hub. Yeah, I'm, because I'm yeah. guessing it's an add-on system wheel. to an existing mm -hmm. wheel set. Mm -hmm. But but I think they showed the hub like a, a hub that was. I think it clamps on to the. I think it's a yeah. Yeah. Where it's an attachment mm -hmm. unit. Yeah, we're speculating here, but that yeah. it sounds like that. But yeah, I think it's I think it's really cool. Uh, it's very expensive, which I think is not. It's not necessarily. <laughs> meant to be sold to like regular individuals yeah uh, such as us um but it also did have a big emphasis um, emphasis on saying that uh there were no compressors involved mm -hmm. actually so uh it is more of a like a valve based system where it can regulate the airflow but it can add air yeah no, it, so but doesn't it take it back does it take it back it's to the, itself? Yeah, that's oh, like uh -huh. a reservoir. So oh, you put. Yeah, so it's like you. There's probably only a differential between. So it like sucks 10 it out, or, holding it, and pushes it back in. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think it's really cool, especially for a race like this. I could see it really be being used in like gravel races as well, especially with uh, tubeless tires being used more in an off-road scenario. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know if it'll be something you know that sticks around how much does it weigh all that type of thing um but i think on on gnarlier races kind of like this uh strada bianca i think those races it may be used but i don't know if i see it really breaking the ground of cycling in general you know i'm in the dark here so if you flat you flat mm -hmm. this tire this thing it's isn't gonna, gonna magically flat. put air into your tires no well that's bullshit. well it, it would put <laughs> air in it but if you got a hole, it's just going to blow out the hole. Yeah. yeah, and it only has whatever was in the tire in the first place. Mm -hmm. I think so. So if you start at 100, you can go down to 80 and back up to 100. You there's can't go to 110. Some, there's only there's yeah. only the air that exists. I think exists. that's how I read it. I don't know. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I got from it too, yeah. which is cool, especially if like comfort levels, grip levels, as long, like as as races go on, you know, the gnarlier the section. The weather better. conditions. Yeah. 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 Um. Is this a potential game changer or is this potentially just another really expensive add-on that lawyers and doctors and will put on their gravel bikes. Yeah. Gravel bikes. Yeah. Put They'll put gravel it on their bikes. gravel bikes, yeah. yeah. It's not it's not a road racing <laughs> typical you know, road racing thing no. at no. all. I don't know if I see it being used very often cuz I I think that they're going to they're going to put the pressure in and then I, like I, I don't know if there's gonna be a game time decision. Like, oh man, I need to change my tire pressure right now. Uh, yeah. uh, crits in the rain. The, it's like you're standing on the start line and it starts raining and it was dry when you were warming up. I've let air pressure. I've yeah, let, yeah. I've let up to almost twenty, 20 pounds. Yeah, but then can't you just? Yeah, and then just call it good. You know, right, right. I do, I do. But what if it dries out halfway through the crib? What if you want to put that air back in? Well, everybody that didn't take the air out, they're already crashed. Yeah, yeah. Then it's just a battle amongst those who have eighty pounds pressure in their tires. You know, talk to me about the some of the other that the technological advances that have happened throughout the sport that have been amazing. I mean, Jack, I remember sitting as kid, a kid with you, you and I watching the tour, 
and and seeing that look pedal in just a glimpse i think we rewound it and played back the vhs tape about 300 times <laughs> just Wore to the out. excitement yeah. back and forth the excitement of just seeing that white pedal move yeah. yeah and um we've seen obvious amazing advancements within the sport within our lives jackson you've even seen you know mm-hmm. some amazing advancements um are there ones that you could classify as too soon as you know and I, I i immediately made contact with you paul but uh you know as 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 far as which ones were too soon which ones didn't get their chance which ones actually made sense um i've got just a list here i went through you know road road shocks frame you know um we saw those which are now starting to appear on gravel bikes we're oh, starting wow. to see yeah. what uh, what look like to me our classic original rock shocks mm-hmm. now on gravel bikes. I would think getting a hold of an Allsop stem for a gravel yeah. bike would be actually relatively cool. Yeah. I mean, Scott drop ins, the Mavic yeah. Zap system. Uh, and I, I want an honest, I, I, we're all, I think we're going to be talking about disc brakes and tubeless tires until our heads explode. Grip <laughs> shift, um, aero specific air wheels such as Spinergy that we've seen uh time trial bikes which we're now seeing a hearing a huge controversy about time trial bikes especially with the inability to have a proper brake lever on the end of the extensions you've got them in the edge of the cow horns but when when you're coming up on a hopefully it's not too soon bus and you can't grab brakes without taking your hands out of the arrow position it's an immediate danger so um Talk to me about some things that you might have seen or might have that are either being shoved down our throats or are great advancements or anything that just pops into your heads that you guys see. Uh, well, we had a little chat on our long ride, the three of us, and yeah. uh, some of the appeal back in the day um, of bicycles are simple. I mean, the bearing surfaces, you had bottom bracket headset and your two hubs. Yeah. You had some cone wrenches. I mean, it was... If you wanted to, the average person could fix a bike. It's pretty simple. Nowadays, you drop your front chain ring, you know, and it's starting to happen on your front railings to be adjusted. And all of us thought, how do you fix that? And I'm sure there's a simple answer. But, I mean, that's something I don't know if you can do on a ride. I, I was going to research it before I yeah. started talking about this. but Or is that something you have to wait until you get home? Um, you know, that's something that everybody has, like a little – toolkit small little toolkit you can adjust you can the do old it. mechanical yeah, yeah really yeah. easy and we were out i mean it would have killed a ride if we had to go back right it mm-hmm. sucked up into your frame you know it could have been really bad so you know some of the advancements are great clipless pedals really didn't alter like complexity at all if anything it made it simpler um and index shifting i was reluctant because <laughs> i had no problems i had seven speeds and, and I had retro friction shifters, and I never, ever missed a – if you ride enough, you're not going to miss a shift. It, it was yeah. pretty dead on. You knew where to slide yeah. your shifter. We didn't have an actual – I'm looking click. at Jackson no, – an actual yeah. click to adjust where the gear was. You had to make sure – and sometimes somebody would come up and you go, hey, asshole, you're in between gears. Quit making that noise. And you or they adjust, come up and, you, like, slap your – yeah, your, your, uh, your Randy shifter. Blaylock. Yeah, yeah. It's because you <laughs> you had that. to adjust it ever so slightly to make sure you were weren't mm-hmm. in between gears. Mm-hmm. And and the improvement on the retrofiction was that I don't the, mean to look spring, at you condescendingly. No. Please don't take it. Well, that the way. spring yeah. when you went stupid. to shift in the lower jaw, uh, uh, lower gear on your back, 
you're fighting that spring and it was tight and yeah. the campies had a nylon um bushing in there and it would dry out and you hear it creak creak and yeah. and then if you put pressure on it sometimes it would shift gears on you retro friction actually was designed so going against the spring was easy and it was a little harder so you didn't overshift simplex is what i simplex remember simplex and yeah. campy i used campy's version too yeah and so you know the i so i never used index and then when brake lever shift lever came in i rode with the first guy he had campy ergos and i we were going up this hill and i had to shift in the lower gear on my down tube shifter i sat down, sit down and he just went click and he gained half a bike length that's it <laughs> I mean that that's huge. Yeah. That's yeah. a huge thing. So and that makes sense, you know. Um so uh, obviously the 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 big elephant in the room for me is disc brakes. I I know that things are going to advance, but I think it was kind of pushed in road cycling a little fast. And the things that I've mentioned to nauseum about what I like it is the amateur what I don't like about it is the amateurs I mean somebody like like uh, if we go down to uh, with Any Jackson races, here, yeah. a stage race or something, if you don't finish a stage, you're done. And um, I was watching this, and I'll try and be short. I was watching a, a film, a guy from uh, Northern California. He does crit races, and he flatted, went back to the pits, and he got his own wheel, and he put it in, and it was rubbing. And it's like, ah. You know, he goes, that's well, it. that's part of it. Yeah, yeah but yeah. He, he was able. It was just enough, but you can hear through the rest of the, the video. Ching, 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 oh, you know. God. So um, I think it's a – they're going to obviously improve on it, but I think it was pushed too fast for the amateur cyclist. And, uh, yeah, it's disappointing. It adds weight. It doesn't make sense. Aero bikes is another thing I kind of buck a little bit because they ride really rough. For an older guy, aero bike is not the way to go right. if you want to ride. And then it added weight because you have to have you have more carbon. More and then you, you put disc brakes. And now Jackson's bike was, is only a half a pound lighter than my steel Harry Gary with Campy uh, yeah. Super Record and, and rim brakes mm. with race wheels. So it's like what happened to the big push for weight? And there, no one talks about weight anymore. It's all about aero and disc brakes. And now we're going the other way and no one wants to talk. So... The frustration is that's to me is in the industry, industry yeah, driven. driven. Yeah, and there's a lot of riders. I mean, and I'll this will be it. Yeah. But a lot of riders don't get to choose what they want to ride anymore. Mm-hmm. They used to. Yeah, there's a lot of blackout, right? But it's kind yeah. of level playing field if if you're all riding a you know a slightly heavier bike and a slightly yeah. you know that's whatever. True. Yeah. Jackson, is there anything you in your time of of shifting to more modern technology and things like that that you long for that you miss from those earlier bikes or any anything like that? I mean, the difficulty of the fact that to take off your bike to put it on the freaking roof rack, you need to have a, a, a oh my that? torque wrench, yeah torque yeah. wrench, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't know if I do miss a whole lot um, from what from what it used to be um i i mean with my current road bike and my gravel bike the only instances that i can really like compare um i have a lot more i find difficulties when it comes to like um the mechanical shifting um i mean at bwr as i've said before i didn't have my last two gears Mm -hmm. um and i i know that if uh if that was electronic that wouldn't have been the case um I, I, I like the crisp, the, the crispness. I don't know if it's a word. Um, no, that's of, a word. Yeah, of of shifting that uh, comes along with it. Sure, there are some some sort of uh, headaches 
I, I mean, I did drop my chain, but also we realized later on that ride that I had been kind of shifting improperly. You were cross training. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, yeah, pretty chain. heavily. Yeah, and so yeah. I, I, I think that just, um, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know if I miss a whole lot. Yeah. The, the taking your wheel off thing can be kind of annoying, but the amount of times that I put my bike on the bike rack is not quite that often, you know? So yeah, I don't know if I've, I've, I've seen, I've seen some things change, but I truly wish there was a, uh, an applicable way to remove your wheels with disc brakes without having to actually take a wrench to it. I mean, there are, but that's the benefit of, of, you know, through axle and yeah. I mean, until they, um, you, then you're just going to add some other big bulky thing and you, yeah. you've mm-hmm. defeated the purpose of, you've made it heavier. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there are through axles that have little levers on the side, you know, sure. that can, they can be, Unwound, which is what my gravel yeah. bike has. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. mine as well. But I think um, a lot of what a lot of brands do is because of that aerodynamic like focus right now. They're really trying to think about the fact that they're like a little lever sticking out could be another like some sort of drag, and so they okay. they took away the lever to bring everything's it. recessed anyway. Yeah. So yes. it's, yeah. you know they can get rid of the disc brake, and that would even take yeah. away some more drag because no. there's no. more. It's well, less arrow. I don't know why yeah, they it don't is. put the thing it is, in the though, hub with yeah. the with the compressor. <laughs> <laughs> You Put want the freaking break in the hub. Yeah. You want to know some of the things but, I miss? What? I miss baggy jerseys. I miss when I was looking up stuff today. I, I saw the old school. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. The, I was watching shots of of Laurent Fignon and Bernardino in the mm-hmm. Renault jersey, and I was like, God, those jerseys flapped in the wind. But those guys were faster than shit. It mm-hmm. wasn't an a totally aero kit. And it was it was a beautiful thing. I also miss time trials without time trial bikes. I don't like the fact that I mean this is the reason why I'm not doing okay, the Chris Froome. I'm not well. <laughs> I'm not doing the River City time trial because I don't have a however many thousand dollar time trial bike, and I know I'm going to get my ass handed to me because I don't have those aerodynamic advantages. I, now back in the day, I I hey, loved boys, that. You could you could just throw some clips on yeah. onto your yeah. bars and be equal on an equal playing field, but you can't do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, a helmet is three seconds a mile now, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to go out and spend all the money for the two time trials I do a year. This right. is ridiculous. I miss I miss frame pumps, full bring, size bring frame them back. pumps. Bring them back. Full size frame pumps where you could actually get some air into your tire without going with a bra- <laughs> with a braze on with a braze on. You know, like you're a creepy it, guy you know, masturbating and you know it's off to the side of the road going <laughs> trying to get the things into the, that into well. the air. Yeah, yeah, practice. <laughs> um, I miss I miss proper seat bags under your saddle I got with repair kits. Paula gives me shit about it all the time. You, he thinks where, I'm where do you put your shit? It. I have an old sock. I put it in my an pocket. old sock. Yeah. Yeah. Put an old sock. I got a tube. How, I've how got long has CO2. this tube been in there? How long is this sock? How long you been? I using washed that it sock? before I used it. I've probably had it for three or four seasons. That sock <laughs> until it wears a hole in it. And then I get an old cycling sock and then I've put got an extra tools in bag. It. Do you want me to bring you a no, bag? I don't need it. I got a couple extra. Bags. I don't need a scrotum. I got a black on one on my seat. So you already got one. You already got a scrotum on your seat. Um, and I um, <laughs> speaking of which, do you guys remember there used to be a style? Form to actually fold a tubular properly mm-hmm. to fit oh, yeah. under your I'll saddle. Show you. Really? Yeah. I don't even remember. I don't even roll. know how to hold, rolls, fold a right? tube anymore. No, I don't do the tube. Do the really properly get a tube. I can't get a tube to properly fold right anymore. Oh. 
you know, it's like it comes out of the box. I'm like, oh, shit. Slinky. I got to put tape around it immediately or it's going to explode <laughs> and I'm going to look like an idiot. Yeah, I put tape around it. I put electrical tape around it. See, that's smart because what because happens then if then I have tape. Exactly. Yeah. Paul's got residue. That's I mean, really if I have, if I have a mind. damaged tire, I can put it on the underside of the tape of the what tire. What about the talcum powder that's on that? You're, you're See, ruining that's that part of it. Yeah. That's yeah. thinking, though. <laughs> what? That's thinking. I'm, I do the same thing. Using my noodle. God damn it. I just worry it. about, and, and it probably wouldn't happen, but the adhesive, when you're peeling it off, what it's going to do the damage to that tape. I mean, to that tube. I use electrical yeah. tape. Yeah. Still. I mean, it's 33. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say 33. You guys, you guys so, yeah. know, like, grades of electrical yeah, yeah, tape. Yeah. We've got these nerds here. So, yeah, yeah electrical <laughs> nerds. So, um, is there anything else you miss that you guys would wish to? Did any of you guys ever use Mavic Zap when no, it was coming out? I, All the time. Yeah, Jax. Jax says this was electric shifting before, before electric you were shifting. born. Yeah, no, I know. And yeah. Before he was born. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I we sold it in the shop that I worked at, and it went on Gino Lasecki's uh, tandem. Did he? Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Was it any good? No. It was terrible. Yeah. The and I think another right. guy, uh, a doctor here in town, bought it too, and. Doctor C, yeah. fucking sports going to be yeah, just all dentists and doctors and lawyers, and then everything's going to be bullshit. Yeah. It just upsets Can me. Can we talk about tubeless? Sure, Paul. We can right. talk about tubeless. Right. I think you're going to I just got to hit the X key before we, <laughs> we get to I, mean, I, mean, I might play the whole thing. There we go. I'm, I'm just saying that on those, you are going to see that overtake in the Pro Peloton. We will see mm-hmm. tubeless. Yep. Come over, over, tube, over, tubular, uh, over and, tubular. Yeah, clinchers are just stupid for Is, Do you equate that to market demand or do you equate that to actual and efficient tire? I, s- I, I saw, I saw a thing or I heard what they're going to do, what they've been doing is using that foam insert. That's so it keeps the tire. The problem is keeping the tire on that and they don't use sealant. So that way they can control the, they can go lower tire sure. pressure and not going to pitch a tube and same with tubular They're, you know and the makeup for for the mechanics is a lot faster and that foam keeps it for from them to be able to go around corners without having them rolling so that technology for tubeless is a good improvement can so. i ask a genuine question and this is this is going to make the average listener go this guy is a host of a show and he doesn't know his shit he's a dumbass and i'm going to ask you guys my understanding has always been Lower pressure, greater rolling resistance. I've always been terrified of riding tires anything below like 80 pounds pressure because it's greater rolling resistance. It's like driving a car and getting worse gas mileage because you have less. Well, it it depends on the width of your tire. Mm -hmm. So if you have a narrow tire and you're running lower, you're tire patch gets longer sure so if you have a wider tire then that's the drive also is you can run lower tire pressure um so then you have a more of an oval on that tire as opposed to elongated on the narrow one yeah so in essence you actually if you're running lower tire pressure you want a wider tire again wider tires are less aerodynamic and they're heavier so You've got to figure out. You got to figure out what race, what you're going to do. And this is my complaint about technology: is it's getting so particular. Like each race, I mean, as as an amateur, I'm going to run. Yeah. Well, this is going to be my basic thing: 25C tires, and it runs really good. I run about 88, 85, 88 psi. I've always ran that on my tubulars, and that's and rim brakes, and that's yeah. simple. 
I can get a wheel change. It's not going to be a problem, but that's going to be gone. And that's what I mean. It's cheap. Already found a a, a bike manufacturer who does frames, new frames that still do rim brake. Who? Time. Wow. Time makes a non-aero rim brake frame. Wow. wow. Mm. Jack, they wow. might have bikes. Yeah. They're expensive. Yeah, I, you know, I actually called a dealer today, the closest dealer for Argon 18. I'm still kind of stuck on those. You I, have had a... And, and I, it, a listener could tell me why not, but uh, except buy American. I don't want to hear that. Buy American. <coughs> I mean, I like I like buying American, but I'm just saying don't have that be my re- your reason for... Did you just, Jackson just, and Paul are on Swiss. <laughs> I'm, on, exactly. I'm on a Track. Taiwanese bike. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I, that's not the reason why not to buy it. I just want to know if there's a reason not to buy it. But I called and um, I'm waiting for an answer back from the uh, the guy that owns the bike shop that would s- gladly sell me an Argon 18 was in Honduras today. He answered oh. my call. Really? And he was super pleasant and I'm I'm pretty pretty excited to at least find out availability and what uh what how much he wants hmm. if it's if it's the you know the factory msrp or if it's going to be more or less yeah mm-hmm. so weird times. and again it's the uh i my big question for him was you know on their website everything sram and if if uh, Shimano would be an option and because I just know Shimano better I, I'm a little confused about the shifting on SRAM Won't take you long. I, I've got tra- I've got SRAM well, on my gravel bike it's a good I, it's a good shift and I'm like yeah. I go to tell my wife how to you know oh, how to switch gears and I'm like well, where's push, your thumb? push the button yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know that's so. probably the most complicated of yeah. all the systems mm-hmm. to me is campy is the campy yeah mm-hmm. and I and I'm pretty used to that but um uh if either Durace or whatever but uh the gallium 18 it's a standard road traditional as traditional as you can get yeah. these days carbon surprises, non-aero it surprises me that time would be going there i think they've just made this model and yeah. it's also it can be um mechanical or electronic yeah. so and i don't know if it's just a mold that they still produce so there's a demand for it Why it's not? an interesting yeah. choice so, it's an interesting choice yeah, yeah. I, I just stumbled across it since i was sick you know we've, t- we've, sure gonna do if I we've talked on the show about yeah. a manufacturer would be incredibly smart to maintain a mid-level rim brake system as long as they yeah. can because I I, so. I, you know it would sell and it would it would make an affordable option and entry into the sport but mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. Yep. We're we're uh, we're past our time, everybody. I was going to do a taste test of the New Scratch Lab's secret flavor tonight, but I forgot to mix it up. Ah, no. And I was going to tell you guys to try it out. Um, should I spill the beans of what it is? Jackson, you tried it on the other mm-hmm. day. We, do you want to give an honest opinion of what you thought? It's guava. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I Overall, I did enjoy it at first. I it, loved what you said, though. Yeah, at first it was like... Um, <laughs> It was like, I don't want to say like pencil-y, but a little you like... You got a pencil taste. Yeah, that's what you said. But it was like, at first, it wasn't the flavor I was expecting. But then as the time came on, it was more of a, uh, like a, like a tropical taste. If you ever take a handful of tropical Skittles and put it in your mouth, you, you'll get that flavor at the end. Yeah. And I was expecting pineapple because I'd never had a guava before. I've never eaten a guava either. Oh, really? Even know oh, they're delicious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I didn't know what to expect overall, though I thought it was, was very pleasant. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm still on the fence. 
I'm not going to lie. I know that that, uh, that you know one of our friends of the podcast is mm-hmm. is Scratch Labs, and it's a trial mm-hmm. run with the flavor. I'm still on the fence. Um, I I'm, I'm I'm leaning back towards my lemon lime and my orange. But you just reminded me with the Skittles of a sweet but annoying thing about my wife. She will, <laughs> there we go. She will not. She'll eat a handful of Skittles if they're one color. She'll eat one at a time to not eat same two way. different colors. I'm the same. I'll way. fucking pour the whole bag in my mouth. No, yep. that's fucked up. I'll choose. That is I don't, fucked I don't give up. a shit. That it's a whole. It's a flavor. It's no, a flavor. It it's is not a flavor. a flavor. It is a flavor. Why do they? It's make, a smoothie. Why do they make candy? Yes, if why, you aren't supposed to pops. put it in your mouth because you eat and them mixing, one at a time. Then they would individually wrap. What do, them. what do you call it when you go mix the, all no, the pops? No, they wouldn't individually wrap them. The graveyard. What about the graveyard? The graveyard was fucked up. We were in junior high. Is that all the sodas? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I'm saying with candy with is though whiskey. they would individually wrap. Oh my god, <laughs> they would individually wrap them if they weren't meant to be had together. That's bullshit. Nope. No, it's no, not. I no, I will eat my lemon and lime at the same time. And by the way, I'm going to end the show with this. I'm happy that lime is back in the Skittles bag, Jackson Bulger. Green nope. apple can suck it. Hey everybody, uh, thanks for listening <laughs> to the show. Subscribe, tell a friend, like it if you want to. Uh, yeah, like it and 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 give us a review on on itunes and tell a friend about it um new site and new fun stuff coming super soon i'm going to keep talking until i hit the stop button because i want jackson to know that lime is back and lime no is. it wasn't <laughs>